0: Hello, dear listener. I have something truly special to share. It's an exclusive invitation to join me in Mexico for an intimate and luxurious 3 day retreat along the beautiful Pacific coast of Zihuatanejo, taking place the weekend of the spring equinox, March 18th through the 20th. There's also an optional day to stay through the 21st for some special ceremonies that are happening in the area for the equinox. But the retreat itself is the 18th through the 20th, really an opportunity not to be missed. And I'm offering one lucky listener a discounted ticket on this weekend that I've I've just been loving into being actually for several years now as COVID and you know everything but when we conceived of building this place our home down here It's really what we envisioned, you know, bringing people down here for retreats, for trainings, because we felt and we knew that this space was special. And as people keep coming down and we keep getting the feedback, how magical it is, we want to share it in a really intentional way. You know, be working with the four elements, earth, air, fire, water, the metaphors of the season will set sight on a new vision for our mothering journey and creating a deeper connection to self and mother nature. So to win a discounted ticket, rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it and DM it to me on Instagram at Dr. Gertrude Lyons. And remember, the most important thing to mother is yourself. Give yourself permission to take a retreat this year. Besides, who said mothers can't go on a spring break? I'll see you there. Hello, and welcome to Rewrite the Mother Code. I'm Dr. Gertrude Lyons, a professional life coach, exploring, demystifying, and democratizing the maternal power that lives in all women. The experience of mothering may not necessarily mean what you think it means. I believe that mothering is a vehicle for transformation, whether or not we have children. And together, we can start a new conversation around modern motherhood. On this show, we will redefine what it means to mother and untap the powerful feminine within you. Are you ready to rewrite the mother code? This is a Soul Fire production. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Rewrite the Mother Code podcast. This is the end of the year episode and we're going to be looking at how to mother yourself into the new year, and what it looks like to first honor the moments that propelled us through 2020. So transitions are tough. They are wrought with challenges um, emotionally, uh, mainly emotionally, intentionally, and they are so ripe for us to fall into bad habits um, With even with the best of our intentions as we want to kick off a new year strong. So what we want to look at today is really what it takes to build and start building really strong visions and goals for the upcoming year. And I don't know about you, but I hear at least several times a day or read How much everybody just wants to shut the door on 2020 and bury it and leave it behind. Um, And guess what? That doesn't work. You know, first of all, let's just talk about any year. Uh, You know, it's, we, we call it a new year just because we decide it's a new year and we're deciding that it's an ending and a starting point. There's nothing magical about January 21st that, you know, has any, any um, I don't know, scientific or or whatever reason to give it its significance other than, you know, culturally and, and over time, it has become what we mark as the beginning of a new year. So I think that's really important to know no matter what, because, you know, we can do this at any point in the year and other cultures celebrate new year in different ways, you know, in Judaism with Rosh Hashanah in Yom Kippur. So that's why it's really important that we, you know, don't have some mythical belief that we're going to just, you know, be able to walk away from a year because that's not going to happen. So that's some of the bad news, right? Um, but I think it's all actually good news. It's important for us to honor a year that we just experienced. And more than ever, this year of 2020 needs to be honored. And we really. the the potential from the harvest that we can get from lessons learned this year is going to make all the difference in how impactful and how we power into the next year. So we're going to take a look at, I mean, there's a whole year to look at, right? And if we had time, we'd go month by month. And I've, I've done some of this work myself, but what we want to do is look at, for example, we'll look at three key moments of the year that we want to reflect on and see what it looks like to reflect and learn and take what we can from those. And then we'll look at three things we can do for ourselves as we start the new year. You know, what are some three key things that, that can help us really step into 2020 powerfully? So as we look at this past year, um, and I've been doing some of this in, in various ways since October, We, I I think I talked about in another episode, how I every year go on a spiritual pilgrimage to sacred sites around the world. It's really given me a global mindset and insight into practices and uh, ways to honor experiences to, you know, let go of what hasn't served us and move into what, you know, could help us live more powerfully. But on this last one, we didn't travel anywhere because obvious reasons, right, with COVID. But we did still take, and I set aside this week to um, do what we called a pil- an inward pilgrimage. So we journeyed from Zoom uh, for a week together. And I'm underlining this because a big part of, and I really feel grateful to doctors Bob and Judith Wright for crafting that experience the way they did. And and the whole w- first couple days were us honoring, harvesting, and reviewing the months, the previous 10 months, you know, and particularly, you know, once COVID hit. And I would have never done that on my own. And I, I'm going to talk to you about this and, you know, plant this seed for you to do. And I will be perfectly honest. I think it's an challenging endeavor and takes some courage. And I almost always need to be doing it, you know, as a group or as an assignment with other people. Because when you decide to reflect and really go back, and bring forth what's gone before us, you want to do it from a place of, of revisiting and really hitting those places. And when we do, they, they really have immense gifts to offer us. I know, um, just like when we're on, when we're on pilgrimage, we'll have experiences at sacred sites and, you know, I've had some very profound ones and ones that I've even shared so far, but there's the experiencing of them. But then the real richness comes when we gather back together and and share about them. So we want to have that mindset as we go and look backwards at this year. So if we look at three key moments uh, that I think everyone can relate to, that would be you know the the awareness and then the um, the U.S. really you know declaring that we're in a pandemic, and in March when we went into quarantine and then shortly after that the order to shelter in place. You know, there's a myriad of reactions and feelings I have just even revisiting it now with you all. You know, I I feel the fear. I feel my heart racing again. Um, I feel some of the, the sadness and the upset. And there were some key things I really learned from that time, you know, from the From the first week, um, I was really grateful to be part of an organization, you know, the Wright Foundation, where we we looked at it immediately from uh, a personal aspect, right? And how important it was going to be if we were going to support others that we first looked at how, you know, it was impacting us and the feelings we were having. Because I know I very much wanted to just think about or talk about. Um, how this was going to impact my, my mom, who was turning 90, who turned 90 this year. You know, I immediately went to others. And, you know, I have a, a, a dear friend who's highly, highly immune compromised. And so that's where all my initial thoughts went. And then I was asked, well, what about you? You know, and I had, you know, nothing to that degree, but still needed to honor the fact that an event that I had been planning the first two months of the year that was supposed to happen on March 19th didn't and to really let myself have those feelings. So going back and what did I learn from that? You know, I learned how important it is once we enter into uh, your reality completely being thrown in the air and, and shifting, that I there were ways I, I really liked how I handled it. I jumped into action mode in many ways. And, you know, we're following the lead in our company of, of turning our whole business to online coaching online events and within a week doing my very first webinar. so I'm I saw that and I look back at that and like okay you know you you have a large capacity to shift into something new quickly and I'm also aware of within those first few weeks how much I really just wanted to hide under the covers bury my head in the sand. Um, I had a lot of self-pity I mean there were behaviors, that I saw in myself that I didn't like. And so I've been looking at this year how am I going to build muscles for times of this, you know, huge stress? And similarly, I had been building the muscle having been working so much on Rewrite the Mother Code on the transformative opportunity in our stress and in chaos. So I was determined from the start we're going to use this. So when it came to sheltering place with our family, We really took it on and I'm moved and and grateful thinking about the connection and closeness that our our family came to be. And that was by me initiating that we do family sessions. And I think over the course of this year, we've done at least six family system sessions with Dr. Bob Wright that has fostered a closeness and a connection that's been messy and challenging, Um, you know, getting clear and current and sharing resentments to get us really working toward what's possible now that our we have adult children and what are those relationships going to look like? Hi, I'm so excited to share with you my 2024 Spring Equinox Self-Mothering Retreat that's happening this March 2024. And I would love for you not only to consider it, but to attend. But in considering it, Hey, just knowing that you would be leaving cold weather, if that's the space that you're in and coming down to just magnificently beautiful, warm, nourishing place of Zihuatanejo, Mexico, Zihuatanejo, meaning land of the goddess women, and coming to really take time for yourself. Okay, and that I am learning more and more isn't just a nice thing to do or something extravagant or something selfish. It's essential. And I really want you to take it seriously to consider, you know, just think about what would it take for me to go? It's a five and a half day retreat, getting from where you are, getting there, landing there and then being in a space that is all about you. It's all about nourishing you. It's all about tuning into you, using everything around us, the nature, the food, the beautiful people, the rituals, ceremonies. I bring it, you know, we really bring it and I look forward to hearing from you and then seeing you on my spring retreat. So that's what's huge to, re- to revisit. You know, similarly, and I personally, the impact of the protests and George Floyd and Breonna Taylor um, and the anti-racism movement that catapulted in so, so powerfully and so forcefully. And again, looking at both how I liked how I responded to that and didn't like a lot of what I saw in myself and so much to learn in that arena and feel like, you know, uh, a, a real youngster, you know, newborn in it and making plans and our, our company, you know, bringing in consultants and really taking on an issue that, that I have, you know, had, had you know, before that only given mild concern. And, you know, now it's very much in the forefront for me, for our family in a way, but that was gut wrenching and stirring both to look back and and look at it personally, what it meant to me, you know, and again, I liked and didn't like ways that I behaved in that. And, you know, similar theme with all the political divisiveness and the election this year. And, You know, people really close to me that have having different opinions and all of this, you know, really starting to see themes for myself as I looked at the year of, of where I was and wasn't sharing my voice. You know, where was I speaking my truth? Where wasn't I? Where was I contributing to the problem by staying silent? And I saw way too many examples of that, but all of this to get and really allow myself to then be with so many silver linings, you know, so I I don't think I can fully be with the beauty and the positiveness and the treasures that this year gave without looking at the dark side for myself, you know, and that's going to, that's starting to allow me to look at the year ahead. So you know, this is, you know, kind of key, number one key as we look at, you know, how to best launch ourselves powerfully into the new year is this review, you know, so first thing to do, review your year as uh, vulnerably, as transparently, you know, and I suggest doing it with others, you know, do it with a coach. I'd love to uh, guide you in that process if that's something that seems right to you but you know use others use support so you can dig as deep as possible and relive these experiences to to really allow the the gifts and the treasure um, that can be, be beholden in them to come forth. And this is so possible and I want it for all of you. Um, the second thing, so once we've reviewed and looked then start analyzing, right? Like you celebrate the year and celebrate the mistakes, celebrate the mess, analyze it. You know, at the right foundation, we actually use something called a cave process. You celebrate, you analyze, and then analyzing would be, you know, what we've talked about looking at what worked, what didn't work, you know, what behaviors, mistaken beliefs did I bump up against and how did I handle them? And then how do I want to strengthen those as we look at vision into the next year? So out of that, I can really now consciously choose what I want to vision into, live into for the year ahead. You know, we're not at execute, but we want to start making plans for what that execution is going to look like. And that's going to be more of the goals I set for the year. But as you can see, without this powerful process of Of the review and the celebrating through the review and then the analyzing, you know, the vision and goals, they'll be probably good or decent, but they could just feel like good ideas, you know, and things that you come up with. This is going to be fueled by, and I say, hey, instead of closing the door on 2020, let's maximize the crap out of it. Let's, you know, soak every bit of juice we can, you know, from a year like that I don't think anyone on this planet has ever experienced quite like for the gift that it is. And we can only do that when we're willing to turn and and face it the way we've been talking about. So in that way, you know, we can really allow this, as I said, arbitrary ending, but the ending that we're choosing for a year to sit in both of the bittersweetness of it and allow, of course, as I say in probably every episode, our full feelings and really allow those emotions to be there. And it's okay to feel good about some aspects of the year. I know I've had some guilt at times like, well, you know, this has been a horrible year in so many ways, but. I really want to celebrate what's been beautiful about it. And all of those emotions are great. And I want them for all of you. So this is, you know, we won't, you'll, you'll be hearing this episode right before, like literally like the, the evening, you know, and the eve, I'm hoping lots of people in, you know, listen to this so we can all be together. And I'll be thinking of all of you, you know, listeners as I go through um, and continue to go through this process in these coming weeks. And then particularly at the start of the year. And one last thing I want to leave everyone with as a, you know, a way to to mark the end of the year, but a way to do it thoughtfully, you know, because New Year's Day can kind of feel like New Year's Eve and day kind of, you know, we have this like, I don't know, limited pictures of how to like live it, you know, party, whatever. So I say it can be really great to think of it as a hologram for your year. So do little, like little things that you want. To bring into your year, so if it's you know something like eating better, you are going to you know have at least one conscious meal, you know, or something. It doesn't have to be the whole day, you know. You exercise that day, even a little bit, just even if they're micro doses of all the things that you want to bring into you know. It's really get in your mind and get in your um, in your system and your body. Like this is how this is how my year is going to be, and I'm going to live it this way as best I can on this day. Well, I'll be excited to hear you know from any of you about your journeys, and like I said. You know, please feel free to reach out any way that you wish and in any way that I can support you to have the most powerful 2021 that you possibly can. Happy New Year. I am so excited and honored, blessed, everything to give a huge shout out to the Kelly Show podcast. Oh, my God. I, you know, I, I'm on the newer side of listening and being a podcaster, but uh, Kelly Show has been my main inspiration. She, it's, she is so real. She, she just totally brings complete authenticity, whether she's interviewing where, you know, she, and I had the opportunity to interview with her and it was amazing. I felt so at ease so comfortable to just have real raw conversations her solo episodes so raw so real you don't even have to know what the topic is it'll be something that you need and it'll be very clear right from the get-go it's what you need you feel like you're sitting in the room with her um, in every one of her episodes she has hard questions she challenges she helps you think out of the box in such a broad range of topics spirituality sexuality personal growth um, huge range of guests from psychics, therapists, coaches, and and way, way more. Um, you'll laugh, you'll cry all at the same time. So I strongly encourage, please head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, listen, binge on The Kelly Show right now. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you love this episode, Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that you can stay on the journey and continue to hear more about rewriting your mother code.